What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Back with you, top of the hour, coffee and cream in the morning on Hale Varsity Radio, powered by Currency. You know the drill, I'll announce it. DB, Andrew Rogers here with you, and we just got done. I don't even know what we did at the 740 mark there, but we, we got done having a little fun, and now we're getting back let, to let, portal let, conversation. Let, live radio happened. <laughs> hey, my main man, uh, Stetson, who I would call a football mind. Stetson Bennett? Mm, kind of. Um, he does have double consonants in his last name, but it is not Two N. first names? It's not N's. It's a different consonant. But anyway, Stetson says, hey, catching up on today's show, and you guys were talking portal. I think Florida transfers are, the good, are a good example of the future rule philosophy. Not looking for the superstar transfer or the plug-and-play guy, rather looking for young guys that you will have for a few years. I wish Nebraska was willing to play in the Grayson McCall, Jordan Addison type sweepstakes, but I do not believe that the collective is capable of playing in that space, nor do I think Rule is a quick fix guy. Fact, fiction, some truths. I think there's a lot of truth uh, to what I, he was saying there. I, so I don't disagree is too strong of a word. I would push back a little on the collective. I think the collectives, if if they could, Rodney King moment, can we all just get along? Sweet Jesus. If, they, if the collectives could play in conjunction with the university, separate from the coaching staff, because they can't be the same, uh, I think they could play in that space a couple of times a year. Now, that's not to say, Stetson, that I think that you can have super-duper high-end, super-duper not, because that typically doesn't play well in a team-first culture, which I believe Coach Rule will be saying over and over and over again. If I know nothing... Um. I do know this. Early on in the first however long I've gotten a chance to keep going back and forth with Coach Rule on a variety of things, I'll say this about his personality. He is, you have to be able to do two things. You have to want to work, and you have to want to be there. Those, they kind of go together, but man, if nothing else, that's what I get about him. And if you're kind of a hired gun, you better really want to be there. I, I, and those two things can coexist. Those two things can exist at the same time. I don't think if you're a high, if you're a high NIL guy, that means you're just about the money. You could just be about the best opportunity, and the fiscal draw is part of it. Now. It can be the other way around too. I mean, I'm going, I'm going for to the highest bidder, but fit has to matter. So I, I, 
I do think those two things can go together if possible. But he doesn't strike me as a quick fix guy either because I don't think – so there's two things I think that got overlooked in the contract. I don't think the number of years was a fluke, and I don't think how the contract was written with back-end money was coincidence either. I get the sense, especially knowing how much Coach Rule's wife loved Lincoln, loves the community. Matter of fact, weeded out some other jobs that didn't fit what they wanted as a family in terms of a lifestyle. I don't see quick fix either. I, I, he is definitely, in my opinion, I may come back to have to eat these words in three years. He strikes me as the guy early out of the gates that's playing the long game. Matt Rule? Yeah, oh, yeah. No doubt. You don't get those young guns. I mean, look at the average age of his staff. Well, And you just look at the teams that he coached, too. I mean, he's about molding players yeah. to get somewhere. It's not about the one-year, the two-year. It's about the three-year for but that I, rule. So, so yes, and like I said to, to my man, I, I, I wouldn't use the word disagree with his sentiment on terms of playing that game because I agree with the part where he said, I just don't think he wants to get in that world. But they're capable if they want it to be. P.J. Walker and Charlie Brewer were guys that didn't just Well, Charlie, Charlie Brewer should be an ambassador for Matt Rule. Didn't just happen overnight, though. Wowzer. When P.J. was at Temple and Charlie was at Baylor, these are the quarterbacks that went with Matt Rule. Yeah. So going after a young quarterback, I think, is important to Matt. Not to say that they, if Casey comes back, that they won't make it work for his final year of eligibility because I, I think Casey's the first to get the shot at it. But – who knows? I mean, you it's have so much time until next season. You have to get through spring, too. He's going through shoulder surgery. Is he the most important get in terms of recruiting your own guys? Quarterback? Casey Thompson. At this point, I would say no, and that may be unpopular. <laughs> that may be unpopular. In, in regards to current guys or just filling the roster? Oh, you're taking Hausman. I would have taken Hausman for sure. Defensively, I think you build with and around Hausman on defense, and then I'd go the Casey Thompson route. Because I think there's so much availability when it comes to the quarterback position. Really? I do. That, I mean, that's me. Well, don't let me talk you out of it. No, no, no. I, and you're not. Because, I, I mean, even going into the break, we were talking about yeah. I, I, how I said I don't think quarterback is the toughest spot to fill. And, you know, I, I understand what people are saying. When they say, like, you know, you have to find the right fit, and fit is everything when it comes to a quarterback being successful. But if I could bring in Hausman again and, and build my defense around that, a very young, talented player, that's what I'm going to do first. So, okay, so what if, Kate, what if McNamara goes to, to Iowa and, like, just lights it up? <laughs> That'd be insane. For one, that'd be insane based on what we've seen with that quarterback play lately. I think quarterback is tough. So why wouldn't you err on the side of operating in the no? Hey, quietly, though, what if Satterfield – I should add. Like, what if Satterfield and those guys are just like, golly, I, I really like this Logan Smothers. I think I could, I think I could work with this. Or Torres or Har- – or like – we don't really know yet. Yeah, what's, what's Purdy's situation? Because yeah. he, was, he was a Whipple guy. So, full disclosure, how can I say this? Full disclosure, what I heard in in talking with Coach Satterfield 
about quarterback play and what he went through with Spencer Rattler, you're going to laugh, but I, I, I swear to goodness, there are some similarities in what I know about Brock Purdy. How they like to learn, learning style, physical attributes. Because I think Coach Satterfield will admit it was a, it was a process with Spencer Rattler, and it, and it finally broke through. I'm not saying it's going to work, and I'm not saying Purdy's going to be the guy here long term, but I will say with 100% certainty because I know Purdy's personality, there's some there are some, and I'm on record, so I'm I'm saying it out loud. There are some similarities. Well, and it's not to say that Purdy can't be successful, but when you bring in Spencer Rattler into this conversation, I'm, Rattler was at least somebody that was looked at as a potential Heisman going uh, listen, into the year. But let me tell you what we're missing when we look at physical attributes. We're missing the relationship that a quarterback and an offensive coordinator have with one another to be on the same page and think the same. It is so underappreciated. And believe me, there are so many talented arms that cannot function and flourish and work because of the relationship with the offensive coordinator. I was talking to Sage Rosenfels about four years ago, and he's like, listen, DB, the most important relationship on the football team and the NFL is between the OC and the quarterback. If it's not symbiotic, it cannot work. I don't care how talented the quarterback is, which is why I think you have so many quarterbacks flame out in, fir- in the first round because it's not just about talent. It, it really well, – It's about who you surround that, that quarterback that's with. That's part of because, it. I mean, look at, look at Joe Burrow, and, and this is a, a, a great example for me to, to make this case – when you, when you take Joe Burrow, you pluck him from Ohio State, you put him in LSU, he was surrounded by how, how many first-round picks? 500 first-round yeah, picks at yeah, LSU? Yeah. When you put him there, is it easy? I mean, it was obviously easier for him, for him to have immediate success, but it also goes back to just him being a gamer yeah. at the end of the day. So if you, it's, is he an anomaly in regards to transferring? Uh, no. So if there's other – of, of Joe Burrows out there, and I'm, I'm using that term loosely. I don't like if think. If you can find a, a quarterback like him and surround him with the right talent, how but, much but, pressure but, does the quarterback but, take on now? Burrow has proved that it's not just about the talent. Burrow has proved. You know his number one greatest attribute? He doesn't blink. His vision. He, my man loves to flourish in chaos. There's a reason they call him Joe Cool. Like, that's hard to see in 7-on-7 seven seven or Elite 11. or uh, He was the most pressured quarterback in the NFL last year with a completion percentage of over 60-some percent under those plus pressures. Like, you, you can't quantify that in looking at a guy in the portal. You know what I mean? I'm with you. So I think – Burrow is is different because of his mind. And I think ultimately with quarterback play, it's about the relationship mentally that they have with their OC where they can be an extension of, of what they want them to be. It's just underappreciated, right? I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's just I think quarterback's tough. Qu- qu- quarterback's tough. You've changed my mind. Well, not not completely, but like you you've enhanced my viewpoint on I, it. I just think say. I just I don't I I don't know. I've I seen I get where you're coming from. I I've just seen really talented guys 
Like I saw Kerry, I played with Kerry Collins. I saw him do a 180 from the previous year where they got beat by Dallas in the, in the playoffs versus the poor season we had in 96. And primarily it was because of the belief that his teammates had in him. And it changed. Still had Joe Pendry, good offensive mind. But this Upstairs. was different. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I, I, I've just seen that. I've just seen that too often. Okay. Before we get to Michigan Lance, he's on line one. If you could take one quarterback in the portal right now, if Casey didn't decide to stay and you're looking for what's going on upstairs, who's, who has it right now? Who, who is that player? It's tough because I don't know aptitude. I can just look at the offenses they ran. I'm either taking Sims from Georgia Tech or Grayson McCall. Because I think those offenses are, I wouldn't say complicated, but it involves RPO decision-making on the fly. Now, I don't think Nebraska wants to play Grayson McCall's style. So that... Although I'm, I'm, I loved what he did in Coastal. Yeah, I just... I I I think they want to be. Ah, I don't want to speak for them. I I just when I look at tight ends and the power run game, and run action. I mean, he's talented enough to make it work, but I think they want to be able to push it a little bit when need be. So, um, I'll be curious. I, I just wonder if 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 we're overlooking the importance of Casey Thompson coming back to this team. And we and said it numerous times during the season. Casey gives this team the best chance to win. That's with, how we labeled with it. With Whipple. Because right. Whipple's offense seemed to accentuate his skill sets. Correct. That's why I, like, that's why I think we undersell was, the relationship between the OC and the QB. And there was a time where I even said this too to you. That I wanted to see more of Purdy than I wanted to see of Casey early on in the season. Because Purdy gave you the ability to use his legs. Could we associate Roman... With and were Kaepernick without bringing in Greg Roman? No, we just couldn't. Same as we feel Roman is married to his quarterback, and but the better Hunley plays, the more separate you can make those things. So I I say all that to say, like look at Jared Goff. You seen Detroit's offense? Have have we noticed Detroit's offense since the much maligned Golf, the team that he left, the Rams, couldn't win with Golf, and what he's doing in Detroit offensively with this team, he's still the same physical talent, <laughs> but it's a different type of offense. They'll take a quarterback in the draft. <laughs> I get it. My <laughs> point is, Golf is flourishing. He is. And the Lions don't cut him out just yet. Michigan Lance, you're on line one. What's going on? Oh, DB. Oh, man, you guys are saying some good stuff. <laughs> and I'm so happy that I can hear you guys when I'm listening. Hey, so uh, the beautiful thing about this job is we take feedback and we can fix on the fly because we have the means. So we're going to try to get better as we go. No, you are. And I knew you, and I knew you were. Um, hey, whoever your marketing team is, is doing a good job, too, because my brother-in-law in Maryland found you guys. was like, yeah, I was listening to the DB show, and this is – I was like, oh, okay. Like, he just <laughs> started sweet. in it. 
Man, you know Dale Harrison. Yeah. Omaha Benson's finest. Yeah, man. He, one of the, one of the greatest like, shooters ever in high school. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, man. That doesn't get a lot of props because, or not necessarily props, but just recognition because he went to Maryland Eastern Shore. Um, Silky uh, smooth. You know, he, right. Yeah. You know what I mean. And and he was off conference player out there. So, uh, but yeah. But he told me he found you guys, and so you're you guys, man. I, I love I love seeing your progress. Thank you. Um, Hey, when you talk about like Jared Goff and like what he's doing in the system and being with the OC, how about the Bears and Jalen? Um, <laughs> my God, the quarterback Justin Fields. Fields. I'm with you. You're, you're talking to <laughs> these are two Bears. He, Michigan Lance is a diehard Bears fan. Let's go. See, I knew I liked him. <laughs> oh, dude, you're a Bears fan. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, how about in the in the season how they? Switch to an offensive team, mm-hmm. which I wanted them to do because it's an offensive league. And you talk about the OC. I'm like, okay, now I got trust in this coaching staff. Like, okay, they they got uh, your receiver DB out of um, Claypool. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm like, okay, I like what I'm seeing, and and they're rebuilding the defense younger. I'm not worried. I'm not giving up a lot in it, but they were they retooling it. And so I'm like, hey, I got some more optimism uh, with, with Justin Fields and what the. And I was, a, I'm a Justin Fields guy for the Bears. Um, I, they just weren't putting them in the right position, and now they 100%. are. So, Luke Getzey, I was questioning I totally him agree. from the start. Getzey, uh, yeah, after he left Green Bay, I'm like, man, he's not the guy for Justin Fields. <laughs> hey, I was so too. I was too. I, I was like, man, what are we doing? And hey, man, they, they got the thing going. And you know, when you talk about. Um, you know, quarterbacks and OCA, it, like you said, it's a marriage, man. And and you want them, those guys, to get along. And and like Michigan, you talk about Harbaugh. Harbaugh found his quarterback that's his guy. They, how about how their relationship is, how they have a lot of similarities as people. And and that's what it is, man, finding that fit, finding that marriage. Football is a total different ball game, man. Than when we or sports is than when we were growing up, DB like the you really didn't have to have a relationship like you didn't have a big relationship with Tom Osborne, no, but or or you know what I mean. It was better. It was better. It's better post than during. Right, right, and and that's probably a lot of people from that era. But now it's like you you got to have relationships because people are so fickle and ready to leave and, and 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 so it's hey how about. Malachi Coleman, yeah. my man said, "No, I'm not going to Michigan visit. I'm going to Colorado, man. This is crazy." So like, you know, you know what's going to be interesting about that is, I don't I, like I don't know the fam. I always kind of wanted to get a chance to to talk to them and kind of glean some information, just see if, yeah. if it fits my opinion. But from what I gathered through the whole recruiting process, he was more about relationships. And it being bigger than football, so I'll be curious to see if 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 his mom Miranda and, and pops like if if that's something that they kind of vibe with because they've been pro. It's bigger than football. It's all about relationships. So I'll, that one has got my attention for sure. Man, that's that like I, that's what I that's what we're coming to, and 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 I like that. That that's good stuff. DB high school basketball, man. I got to get there because we didn't get there the last time. There, there's a couple, you know, I'm rooting for uh, Omaha Public School Metro guys. I'm rooting for Coach Chauncey Lambert at Benson. 
Um, I like so him. I like him a ton. Football. What's that? I like him a ton. Yeah, man. I, 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 when I was coaching that bench, I tried to get him to come out and play football when he was there. But really good kid and, and you know, young adult now. So root for them. And, and I root for, obviously, Galen Gully at Bryan as well. Um, I, I don't know him, but watched him. And, and it's good to see former players as coaches giving back. And uh, my, my, so as players, Dakari Davis at Burke, that's somebody I'm rooting for and like and, and, and know his family, know his mom very well. And um, came from Jets Academy with my son. And so uh, I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, he, he has a good year. Uh, back, back to Brian. Hey, man, our, our guy, Omar Bynum's son, and yeah. then Amari, uh, Amari and Amir Martin. Yeah, 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 and then Amir Martin, you know, that's family right there. That's Coach Daly from Benson Football. That's his little cousin. So, man, I definitely root for him, man. And, and, and it looks like th- those guys are young programs, along as young coaches. And hopefully in these next couple years, man, they can get to compete for some state. And obviously your boy and – and uh, C.J. Mitchell, man, you guys are contending. So as, the the, inter- well. the interesting thing about Brian is is they got if they get some consistency from McCullough, who's going to run the show for him at the point, then I think yep. they'll be okay. But Coach Gully's only playing about six and a half guys right now, so that is not a deep basketball team. But they took Millard North to the brink the other night, fifty-five, fifty-one, which was a really good game. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the Benson's, the Brian. I'm looking at them to be better at the end of the year than what they're doing right now and really grow uh, and what they're doing, man. How's Caleb doing with basketball, with the transitioning, with his health and everything? He's good. He um, – and, 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 I'll, and I'll take this off air, Lance. We appreciate the call. He okay, is, thank you, guys. He hey, basically traded playing in the state championship for the start of the basketball season. Right. <laughs> so – he did fault pl- a high school I don't. kid? And whether it's your son or not, how can you fault a high school kid for wanting to play for a state title opposed to playing at the start of a yeah, season? Yeah, he missed the first four games. He played uh, against Millard South, played well. Uh, he'll start Saturday against Pius, uh, so we'll be in Lincoln for that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, there, there's a lot of a lot of good teams. I, we talked to Coach Feekin. We'll talk to Coach Edson Miller. Tomorrow, I'll nail that down, Shane. He left me a message, and I did, and I forgot to call him back, even though I saw him in person uh, when Miller North played Miller West the other night. But he was talking to another coach, and I didn't want to be the guy. Hey, Coach Etz, I know I love you, but um, can you hey, talk to me hey, for a second? Fast, yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> so I'll make sure that I that I nail that down. Right. But uh, me likey, you know, Bevy West. The depth is gonna be. Depth is going to be good at the high school level. And I'm really enjoying what I've been seeing early on from Class A and Class B. Yeah, it's it's going to be highly, highly com- competitive, I think. So um, Coach's Corner will continue. I, I do think, though, we undersell the whole quarterback thing and the OC. Like we have to The really, relationship? Yeah, we have to really remember that. And I think the same with offensive line and offensive linemen. That relationship – which is why I was happy when people that are connected to the program, and these are family of people that are connected to the program, say, hey, listen, our guys are cheering for Coach Rayola. We want Coach Rayola. Because as a media guy or a fan or whatever you want to call what it is that we do, that's the most important thing to me. It's way more important than, than my opinion or what our opinions are. If the players 100%. are for it, then I'm for it. And, and I think that's what we got. You know what? And that's the biggest 
critique, if I went back and looked at my viewpoint, relationship building between the quarterback and OC, that, that's priority number one. But I heard it in your response to me yesterday about what you'd take in coaching. You want the relationship builder mm-hmm. versus the person that's been there, done that. 100%. I, 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 could, I could tell. 100%. Hey, I promise I'll talk volleyball with Andy Kendi next. <laughs>